Whether a date night or family holiday outing, Meadowlark's Winter Walk of Lights is the perfect way to experience the magic of the holidays. The half-mile walk through Vienna's enchanting Meadowlark Botanical Gardens features lighted nature themes and sparkling displays. Get your tickets now at winterwalkoflights.com. Extend your holiday season and beat the rush with a weeknight visit in November or early December. Plan your visit and buy tickets at winterwalkoflights.com. That's winterwalkoflights.com. Hey, y'all. Come on in. I came out midway through a workout just to make sure. I got fresh workout on me just to make sure uh, that we could do this preview tonight. Come on in and let me know where you are watching from. Come on in. Let me know where you are watching from tonight. We're going to do a quick preview of tomorrow's experience. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on in. Talk to me. Come and talk to me. Let me know where you're watching from on tonight. And uh, let's do this preview for tomorrow. Shalom to you. Woo! Like, I literally am midway in a workout. I got how many more reps? 15 times. I got 150 more reps left. But this was important to me. Come on, let's go. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from and speak to me as you come in. Jackson, Tennessee, good to see you. Jodeci, you you from Jodeci? That's what you're watching? Uh, or is that, can y'all, is Jodeci playing to y'all? Y'all should hear me. Y'all shouldn't hear no Jody. Ain't no Jodeci playing. All right. New Orleans. We're coming to New Orleans. It's on my map. It is. Westminster, good to see you. Runaway Bay, Jamaica. Hey, Jamaica. It is dedication. You're right. Um, never, I, I never expect from people what you do not do yourself. And I expect, uh, I expect people to make it happen. So I strive to live that way. Come on in. Chicago. Shatown. Good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Come on, speak to me as you come in. So, guys, we started this series. Oh, I just sang it. Thank you. See, look, I'm still in the gym. Thank you. I sure did just sing it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's so funny. All right, let's go, y'all. Come on in. Talk to me. I thank you. I, I praise him. All right, so listen, y'all. We started this series on Wednesday called Daddy Issues. Wow. Uh, first of all, let me get you to share this. Use the triangle. We're just on Instagram tonight. Let me get you to share this tonight. Um, use the triangle. Send it to people. Share it with people. Why do I do the previews? I do the previews because I want you to get excited about the word. And when you get excited about the word, you then spread what you're excited about. All right. Bible says if you receive the, the you want to be the one that receives the word with gladness. Can I get you to type this on the screen? I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. All right. So listen, it got several shot in the house tonight. Come on, y'all. Listen, I like Chicago in the spring and in the summer and in the early fall. Rest of Chicago, you can keep that. I went to Chicago one time. It was late fall. This has nothing to do with message preview, but since I see a lot of shot on here, it was late fall. And let me tell you something. I, and I, I stayed downtown of course, and I was going around, uh, one of our board advisors uh, was there, and so we were walking the, um, uh, or lives there, and so we were walking the, uh, the the river, around the river, I said, it's freezing out here, it's freezing out here, all right, um, so I do Chicago, but I do Chicago in the summer, in the spring, the early fall, early like September, all right, so listen, I'm in Denver. We're in Denver. We're getting ready to expand to Atlanta. Um, but then, of course, we're Harvest, so we're hybrid, so we're everywhere, anywhere across America and around the world. Listen, so we started this series on Wednesday called um, 
daddy issues. And the reality is this. We all have some daddy issues. Whether or not you had a great relationship or have a great relationship with your father or not, we all have daddy issues. The Bible says in Psalm 51.5, the psalmist David said he was formed in or shaped in iniquity, shaping in iniquity. Now, why is that important to understand? Because iniquity is generational sin that's passed down and around. Hear me. Everybody was formed and shaped with some stuff. Watch me. That's not God. The certain habits and traits that will say, that's just how I am. If you've ever said that, wave at me. Or that's just how I was raised. If you've ever said that, wave at me. We have all said something like that. We have all thought something like that because we have all been shaped in environments of iniquity where somebody got some from somebody that got some from somebody that got some from somebody that would not be the curse breaker. Look at me. This is why you were born. You were born to be the curse breaker and the interruption to dysfunction in your bloodline. And so on Wednesday, we opened this series talking, talking about he's a good, good father, because the first thing I wanted to do when we started this series is to get you in alignment with God. The Bible says um, that as many are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Pay attention. Everybody is God's creation, but everybody is not God's child. Bishop Foreman, that's crazy. We're all God's children. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, as many are led by the Spirit of God. What does that mean? As many as follow the Word of God. Pay attention. God, uh, watch me, he is so into his Word. In John chapter 1, he made himself and his Word one. So they are inextricably connected. You cannot separate God from his word. You cannot separate God's word from him. God says, I am my word. In fact, in John chapter one, he says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. Later on in John chapter one, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. God and his word are so inseparable that God says to do my word is to literally honor me. God says, watch me, uh, to to follow my word is literally to follow me. Sometimes people get real caught up and they try to be real deep and say the spirit, this, the spirit, that, the spirit, that. Uh-uh, boo. If you're not following the word, you are not led by the spirit. I need you to type it on the comments and just say, follow the word, follow the word. And what is the word? The word is literally written to us. I got I to gotta open this door. It's a drive by preview tonight. I literally, if you came in late, I was talking about how I was literally in the middle of a workout, but I'm so committed to what I do that I had to jump out here to get the preview. That's why we're Sorry. only on TikTok tonight. Right? God and his word are one. They are inextricably uh, um, connected. Now, this is important because if I want to get closer to God, how do I do that? I get in his word. This is the reason why uh, we have the podcast. This is the reason why we have YouTube. We have Facebook. We have the app. I do these previews. Why? Because every time I get more of his word, watch me, everybody, I'm getting more God. Every time I get more of his word, I'm getting closer to him. Every time he reveals something about himself in his word, I am literally growing closer to God, all right? So in that, I taught you on Wednesday, he's a good, good father. Watch me. He is faithful. He is loyal. He is consistent. I think there's some witnesses on this message preview tonight that can tell the truth that even if we haven't been faithful sons and daughters, I need some witnesses on this preview that can say, but he's been a good father, he has never dropped you. He's never left you. He's never forsaken you. He has never cast you aside. Watch me. Even when you had your little moment of doubt, tomorrow, I don't know if I believe anymore. I don't know if I trust God anymore. Who can be real with me? Because I've had those moments. I've had those moments where I have literally been at the gateway of doubt. 
and at the gateway of, of mistrust, watch me, accusing God of things that were totally wrong to accuse him of, but he has been a good, good father. And I taught you in Wednesday's message that part of being a good father, the Bible says that God chastises us or he corrects us, which means, watch me, if I want to discover how much of his child I am, then I have to pay attention to how I handle correction from him. In other words, the Bible says, if you do not receive correction from God, you are illegitimate. Illegitimate has a term that is called a bastard. Watch me. You are not a bastard. How do I know? Because God, he loves us so much that he allows us to be corrected. Come on. How does he correct us? Sometimes he corrects us right through his word. See, when you're receiving a message, that's the time for you to say, wow, I didn't know that. That's the time for you to receive correction. The Bible says, if you judge yourself, he will not judge you. What is judgment? Correction by force. In other words, if I'll check me, he won't have to check me. I need for you to understand that proof of your submission to God is how you receive correction. Correction is not rejection. Correction is protection. I need to see if I got 25 of y'all on here tonight that can just thank God. Watch me. Not for a house, not for a car, not for opportunity, not for favor, not for money, not for health, not for healing. Those are good things. But can I get 25 of y'all on here tonight that say, thank you for your correction. Thank you for every time a message came and stepped on my toes, slapped me around, cut me a little bit. Thank you, Lord, for every time. Watch me. And, and Job, the Bible talks about how Job was corrected through a storm. The Lord spoke through a storm and that storm brought him correction. Father, thank you for every storm. Thank you for your correction. Thank you for checking me. Thank you, Lord, for proving to me how much I'm your son. Because while other people were getting away with crazy stuff, you were, you were correcting me. I need to make sure there's some people on this preview tonight that can thank God that while you saw other people seemingly get away with stuff, God was checking you. While you saw other people seemingly, uh, other things were passing, God was checking you. You couldn't even look over the fence without getting checked and they were all the way over there. That is proof that you are his son and his daughter. And watch me, that correction isn't just from his word. It's not just from storms. That correction will often come through people. Listen, that correction, God sets you under leadership in whatever context of life that is. And watch me, proof of your maturity is how you receive correction. Proof of your maturity is that you don't fight to be right. You receive correction and allow it to do what it does. I know this isn't popular, but I need y'all to hear me. If God can't check you, then you're not his child. If God can't correct you, you're not his child. If God can't put somebody over you to check you, you ain't his child. If God can't put somebody over you to correct you, you're not his child. I'm not making that up. That's not Bishop Foreman speaking. That's Bible speaking. And watch me. The most mature people are the ones that say, come on, bring it. Let's go. Correct me. Check me. All right. Don't say it like that. Got it. Don't do it like that. Got it. Don't move like that. Got it. You don't want it like that. Got it. Because when God knows he can check you and God knows he correct you, can correct you, you want to know what that means? He can trust you. Listen, y'all, I'm fresh in the middle of a workout sweating like this to come tell you tonight, watch me, that if he can correct you, that means he's going to trust you. 
And for some of you, you're like, God, why haven't you trusted me with my next? It's because you can't take correction in your now. God, why haven't you trusted me? You ready for this? With a relationship because you couldn't take correction in the previous one. Y'all ain't going to say nothing, but I'm right about it. God, why won't you trust me with this? Because you won't be corrected in what you're in. And if you can't be corrected in your now, you can't be trusted with your next. Please type it on the screen. You can trust me, God. 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 You can trust me, God, because you can check me and you can correct me and you can put me under somebody. It's a drive-by preview. And you can put me under somebody that can check me and correct me. Watch me. And I not run from it. And I not get an attitude because of it. Deja vu, which means I'm right on schedule. Let me parenthetically insert this in the middle of this message preview. Anytime you experience something called deja vu, where you feel like you've experienced a moment before, that is the Holy Ghost way. I don't have time to teach it in depth. But the Bible says that God takes us, he, he does the end from the beginning. He goes from omega and walks us back to alpha. We, however, are walking from alpha to an omega. God goes at 10 walks back to one. This is how God works. He starts with the end in mind. We start at one and walk to 10. Deja vu is when your natural experience intersects with what God has already done. Deja vu is God's way of telling you, you right on schedule. While I was sitting here looking at you, I'm at a gym I don't normally go to because of my schedule today. And as I just looked up, I said, wait a minute, I've done this before. Deja vu. God just telling me I'm right on schedule. I don't know who I need to throw this in here for. This is a parenthetical insertion in the middle of this message preview, but you are right on schedule. You are right on schedule. I promise you, I literally have done this before. I have done this sitting here in front of this gym. I don't normally go to with that white truck right there. That car's lights on. I have done this before. You are right on schedule. All right. Okay. Back to our regularly scheduled message preview. Guys, if you haven't shared, share. If he can check you, if he can correct you, he can trust you. If he can check you, if he can correct you, you are his son, you are his daughter, you are his child. And part of that checking and correction is, is watch me, it is not just through his word, it's not just through storms. God will put you under people and see how you handle correction and how you handle checking from people that he has set you under. You got to hear me because we live in a culture that is sometimes anti authority, an anti-leader, an anti, ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. And can I just give you Bible? If can't nobody tell you what to do, then you've been where you're going. Let me give you one more example of the power of this. And then I want to set you up for tomorrow, which is the day of Pentecost. It is the final spring feast um, uh, of the year. The day of Pentecost is also known as the Feast of Shavuot, which literally actually began technically three hours ago, mountain time. It began three hours ago. So we're literally already in the day of Pentecost because in the scripture, a day begins the night prior. If you read your Bible in Genesis, it'll say, and the evening and the morning was the second day and the evening and the morning was the third day. So spiritually speaking, a day begins the night prior. This is why, for example, when we pray on Mondays, why do we pray at night? Because if everybody else do early morning prayer, it's too late early in the morning. I'm not like everybody else. I don't care what nobody else does. That's not Bible. That's not bad. It's just not Bible. If you're trying to get at the top of the day, you need to be praying around six or seven o'clock the evening before, because spiritually speaking, that is when the new day begins. All right, here we go. 
me give you one more example of this checking and correction. So Jesus, who is God in the flesh, he's the anthropos is the phraseology. He's 100% God, 100% man. Theos meaning God, anthropos, where we get the word anthropology, the study of uh, man, man's characteristics, man's abilities, uh, etc. The anthropos, 100% God, 100% man. So much man, you can't believe he's God. So much God, you can't believe he's man. When he comes on the scene, pay attention, he literally has to submit himself to a man that he made. That man's name is John. We call him John the Baptist. Not because he was a Baptist like Missionary Baptist Church or Primitive Baptist Church or Southern Baptist Church. No. Baptist as in a baptizer. John literally was the incumbent prophet of the day. He is the reincarnation of a man called Elijah. So reincarnation exists in the scripture in very limited instances. And you see this, uh, John the Baptist, you see that happen? And Enoch, Enoch was also taken up alive. Enoch has not returned yet. I'm just giving y'all some deep stuff for those of y'all that like this, right? Enoch has not returned yet. Enoch will return later. That's a whole nother message for a whole nother day, all right? He's John the baptizer. He literally is the man of God. He's the reincarnation of Elijah. Elijah comes back in the form of John the Baptist to prepare the way for Jesus. And when he prepares the way for Jesus, guys, I need you to click the triangle at the bottom to share this. When he prepares the way for Jesus, the Bible says, you ready? That um, Jesus goes to John the Baptist and he says to him, I need you to baptize me. Now, when we think of baptism today, we think of it as a person giving their life to the Lord. But in the scripture, it was a Hebrew uh, uh, custom called mikvah, mikvah, mikvah. And in this and in this particular Hebrew custom, it was not just used for forgiveness of sins or washing away sins or someone dedicating their lives to the Lord. You want to know what it was? It was literally the way somebody was ordained into ministry. If you were ordaining someone into the ministry, you ready? Tell said, Bishop got that down, Seth. I sure do. You know what? Because I'm fresh out the gym. You write about it. And I got to get back in here. I got 150 more reps to go. I don't leave the gym until I'm done. I'm not about that not getting my exercise done life. I get my exercise done. Jesus, when he is getting ready to be ordained into ministry, what does Jesus do? He submits himself to who? A man. It's quiet right there. Because we have a whole world that says, well, it don't matter what man say. It don't matter what man say. It don't matter what man say. And let me be clear. If man's opinion is contrary to God's word, you write about it. You write about it. But if man's opinion is in alignment with God's word, ooh, baby, you did wrong. The Bible makes it clear um, that Jesus submits himself to John the Baptist for the purposes of being ordained into the ministry. In fact, John's disciples even asked Jesus one time, they said to him, are you the one or should we look for somebody else? In other words, if you're not that guy that we're preparing the way for, let us know. Let me stop right there. For some of you with certain seats in your life, you need to directly ask people, look, are you going to be my friend or should I look for another? 
Y'all not saying nothing to me. Are you going to be my business partner or should I look for another? Are you going to help me get this done or should I look for another? Do not allow people to keep you in gray area. Y'all not talking. Because gray area normally means great misuse of time. Are you the one or should we look for another? Some of you need to do that with some of the people in your life. Look, are you my friend or not? Look, are you are you going to help me do this or not? Are you the one or should we look for another? You ready? You got to ask the question. But those of you who've been dating people for six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, baby, you look, you look, are you the one or should we look for another? Because we ain't going to be dating for no decade. It's quiet on the chat tonight. I have zero filter because I'm still mid-workout. I have zero filter because I'm mid-workout. Look, are you going to help me or not? Are you going to get your credit together or should I look for somebody else that's going to do it? All right. For those of you married couples, you need to talk to the married cu- uh, as a couple. You need to give some very straight, direct talk. I'm working on it. No, man, it don't take you all day to work on certain things. Make the decision. Make the decision. Make the decision. Make the decision. Look, are we going to grow together? Or are we growing apart? What you going to do? Because I don't have time to be wasting. Are you the one or should we look for another? That's what Je- that's what John's disciples said to Jesus, right? And Jesus submits himself and he allows himself, watch me, to be corrected, to be directed, to be overseen by a man that he made. Why? To show us the principle that if even God can can submit himself, we have to do so too. We have to do so too. Submission is not a S word. It is not a S word. You know, there's a certain S words we won't say because it's, it's profane. Submission is not one of those S words. So here we go. Um, God, he says, if I can check you and correct you, you are my son and you are my daughter. He says, and that's proof of my love. I used to sometimes get frustrated because I would say, God, you ain't getting so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And his response would always be something that that was along those lines. He said, well, but you're my son. Well, you don't get to live like them. Are there any, is there anybody on here this preview tonight where you've looked at areas of your life and you've been like, God, you're not getting so-and-so. You, so-and-so seems like they're getting away with everything, but you get me for everything. You get me for everything. Look at me. The reason he expects more is because he expects more. It is his proof of love for you. You know why he expects more from you? Because he expects more from you. You'll catch it in a second. You know why he expects more from you? It's because he expects more from you. That's me. You're going to be the one. You're going to be the first one in your bloodline to do it. You're going to be the first one in your family to do it. You're going to be the first one in your neighborhood to do it. You're going to be the first one from your high school to do it. You're going to be the first one that watch me with the least experience, but you're going to get it done. For those of you who know you, you're already the first, drop a one. You're already the first to do some things in your circle, in your bloodline. But for those of you, you ready? But for those of you that, 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 that know not only are you the first now, but you are the first to come, drop a one. Drop a one. You will be the first. He expects more because he expects more. Look at me. Stop comparing yourself to people. You ready? He expects nothing from. 
I'm talking better than y'all talking to me. Stop comparing yourself. Y'all got me out in this car sweating. <laughs> you ready? Because I'm midway through my workout. I got 150 more reps to go. Stop comparing yourself. Actually, 180. Stop comparing yourself to people he expects nothing from. Bishop, Bishop, what do you mean? God expects something from everybody. Mm-mm. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. See, I need you to realize on Wednesday I said something. I said, some of y'all get on my nerves. And I, and I meant it in a, in a, in a loving, playful way. Uh, and then I said, because you don't understand the power of what you're saying and the power of what you're doing. Can I just say this to you with love? Nothing but love. Um, look at me. You are not like everybody else. He does not treat you the same like everybody else. See, you're favored. You are favored. You are favored. Look at me. Let me give you this. Let me get this. Somebody said that to me. Let me get this. Let me get this. Let me get this. Woo! Man, I need that little air right there. Let me get you this. Um, Jesus Christ said this about some people. He said to some people, um, he said to some people, he says, do not cast your pearls before swine and do not give what's holy to the dogs. Jesus Christ was talking about people, about people. I need you to let that settle on you. God said some people are nothing. Their attributes, he loves them, but watch me, their attributes are like pigs, and their attributes are like a dog. What does a dog do? Proverbs says a dog returns to their own vomit. What what does a pig do? A pig rolls in mud. A pig rolls in its excretion. A pig cannot distinguish between what it excreted and what it lives in because they're the same. They live in mess. Figure that out for yourself. They live in mess. Jesus Christ, God Almighty, he said, he said, somebody said this series is stirring stuff. Oh, yes, that's the whole point. Jesus said, some people act like pigs and dogs. So guess what Jesus expects from them? Pig and dog. Look at me. You don't expect that from you. You know why? Because you got the pearls. Ooh, come on, y'all. What are pearls? That means something valuable. Somebody said it tastes good. <laughs> that means something valuable. Look at me. You got the pearls. Fellas, don't trip over that. It just means you got something valuable. Of course, you ain't got no pearls around your neck. You got something valuable. You got something valuable. Come on. Come on. Can I just get you to type that on the screen? I got the pearls. You're not the pig or the dog. You're the one with the pearls. You're the one with something of value. He does not handle you the way he handles everybody else. He doesn't. There's some people he doesn't expect nothing from. He doesn't. Look at me. Let me give you one more example. Judas. And we got to go. He didn't expect anything from Judas. You know why? Not once did Jesus try to correct Judas that it's recorded. Not once did Jesus have a meeting with Judas. You know why? He said, I don't expect anything from him. I expect Judas to do what his name means. Judas means a, a, a peephole in a door. He's the son of Iscariot. Iscariot means traitor. I expect him to be a traitor. That's a peephole into my future. You got the pearls. So he doesn't handle you like he handles everybody else. He doesn't, watch me, you don't get away with the stuff other people get away with. 
The Holy Ghost convicts you. Wave at me on this preview tonight. If the Holy Ghost will come get you together, you'll feel good about what you did. And then the Holy Ghost will come snatch you up and say, no, nah, go fix that. Wave at me. Wave at me. You said, oh, no, I'm going to get there. And the Holy Ghost said, shut your mouth. You ain't going to do nothing. Nothing. He will get you all the way together. He doesn't expect anything from Judas's. But you know what? He does expect something from you, John. He does expect something from you, Peter. He does expect something from you, Thomas. You're not perfect, but watch me. But he's got expectations on your life. Woo! Please type it on the screen. They're expectations of me. And that's all. Look at me. That's all pressure is. But all of you who keep getting caught up under pressure, why all this pressure? Can I be honest with you? I'm about to do a video about this. Um, I was going to do it early and I got to finish my workout and then do this video. Uh, can I be honest with you? Hey, Brazil. Can I be honest with you guys? If you haven't spoken to me to let me know where you're watching from, drop where you're watching from on the screen and then click that triangle at the bottom to share this. Can I be honest with you? This wave at me if I can be honest with you. If I can be honest with you, wave at me. Woo! God is hot. Wave at me if I can be honest with you. I need at least 10 of y'all to wave at me to tell me this should be honest. And I always keep it 100. I'm always honest, but I want to, I want to, I want to help you. I'm going to do a video about this too. Um, I need 10 of y'all. I need 10 hands. I know the comments are coming in a little slow. That's not y'all's fault. That's Instagram's fault. 10 hands. Let me be honest with you. Somebody says handy. I think that's hand. I think that's, a, I think you mean hand. One, two. Come on. Hey, Ohio. Come on. I need 10 hands. Three. Four, let's go. Come on, five. Cause this is be honest, Bishop. There you go. Six, seven, eight. So you got two hands. <laughs> All right. Somebody says one hand times ten. You better come over here. Listen, I got my ten. Listen, guys. This week, this last week, has been one of the most annoying. Can I be honest? Hey, London. Annoying frustrating, aggravating, just lay down and go to sleep because I'm so mad I ain't mad no more weeks. Has anybody ever had a week like that? I'm going to do what social media doesn't do. Social media tells you all of the highlights at the great moments. This week, I literally told the Lord, I said, God, I'm over this week. I said, I'm over it. I said, Lord, I promise you, I'm over this week. I said, you can have this one back. I said, I'm a, and look at me, guys. It was a lot of little frustrating things. A lot of, somebody says same. It was a lot of little frustrating things. Little frustrating things. I mean, and, and what happens is a lot of little frustrating things that added up. And I was just like, you can have this. I just said, this is, this is, this is a mess. This is a mess. This is a mess. I said, this is too many little things. Too many little things. Um. I just said, God, you can have this week back. Can I send this week back to you? Um, and the Lord said something so powerful to me today. He said, son, little things, little things are tempting. Let me say it like this. I'm going to borrow some words because I'll tell you exactly how he said it to me. I borrowed some words from this song. Little things are, are stopping because big things are knocking. I'm going to say it again. Little things are tempting. Little things are trying to stop. Because big things are about to knock. 
I'm going to say it again. Little things, little things are trying to stop because big things are trying to knock. And I said, well, okay. Literally, today that's a conversation with the Lord. He said, I said, okay, I'm good. For those of you who maybe you had a week like me, it's just a lot of little frustrating things. Um, you can't let little things make you miss the big picture. And this week I had a lot of little things that just literally made me just say, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. I mean, it was so many little things to the point that I was just like, you know, I just, I literally told the Lord, I said, Lord, I just over it. I said, sir, I'm over it. I'm over it. But I said, I will monitor my confessions. I said, I will not say one negative thing out of my mouth. Not one negative thing out of my mouth. I said, I will say all things work together for my good. Little things stopping because big things are knocking. Little things are trying to stop because big things are about to knock. I'll do a video on that later. Y'all make sure you share that. Um, because sometimes when you're in the middle of those little frustrating things, those little frustrating things make you miss the big picture. What am I trying to tell you? The pressure is only proof that there's expectations of you. Um, and watch me. And because God expects something of you, watch me. You don't get to live and act and do like everybody else. He expects more of you because he expects more of you. You're going to produce more. You're going to do more. You're going to have more. The Lord told me to call somebody in my office on Wednesday to lay my hands on them to release a particular anointing and grace that I have. Um, and uh, and so in doing that, I, it was it rang, rang, rang. And I said, OK, I got to make sure I obey that. And I did that. And, and the Lord said, some literally you are knocking at the door. You're knocking at the door. You're knocking at the door of some amazing things so these little things trying to get you to start watch me swiping and then he took me right back to where we started on wednesday and i'm a good good father i will check you i will correct you i will direct you i will protect you i got you you good come on can i just get you to type that on the screen i'm good i'm good is this preview helped anybody wave at me if it hasn't helped you don't say anything if it hasn't helped you, don't say anything. But if it's helped you, would you say something right there? Um, so listen, tomorrow's message, oh my God, it's the day of Pentecost. And tomorrow's message is called Hidden Daddy Issues. Because um, a lot of people will say, I don't have daddy issues. I had a good father or, you know, or whatever, whatever it might be. I had a good father or I have a great father or whatever. I'm going to show you tomorrow individuals who have their father in their lives. But they still had daddy issues. Why? Psalm 51.5. They were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. We've all been shaped into some bad shapes. You ever, okay. You ever looked at somebody's body and you thought, you're like, hmm, that's an interesting shape. Now that could go a lot of ways. Just stick right with me. Don't go over here. Don't go to the left. Don't go to the right. You ever looked at somebody like, oh, okay, that's an interesting, that's an interesting shape. Um, we can all be shaped wrong. You ever looked at, Something that you left out in the sun and it's got a, it, it's shaped weird. Sometimes you got to have chapstick in Denver because it's very dry here. You know, I have chapstick everywhere, I think now. But if you've ever left your chapstick out in the sun um, and, it, and it's melted a little bit and you open it up. Hey, Bishop, you open it up. Um, it's, it's shaped weird. It's shaped weird. We've all been shaped with some iniquity.
stuff that's been passed down and around. And God is like, that's not the right shape for you. Look at me. That's not the right build for you. That insecurity don't look good on you. That arrogance is the wrong shape for you. That that low self-esteem is the wrong shape for you. That, that lack of confidence is the wrong shape for you. It's the wrong shape for you. So tomorrow, this message is called Hidden Daddy Issues. And I'm going to show you two individuals. It's going to blow your mind, but I'm going to show you them all. Show you two individuals that had their fathers in their life, but they still had daddy issues. And one was very sophisticated in how he handled it. And one was very spiritual. You and I, to be the interruption, we have to be sophisticated and spiritual. Tomorrow, the day of Pentecost, it's going to be a, pow a powerful flow. If you're in Denver, you can be in the building, be in the building. If you're not in Denver, I need you to watch online. You have to watch online. What I love about Harvest is because we're hybrid on campus and online, the anointing that's in the building is the same online. How many, it's tangible online. For those of you who've watched online, if you've experienced, people have gotten filled with the Holy Ghost. People have uh, uh, received uh, the uh, spiritual gifts. People have been healed. All of that online. If you've had to watch online and you said, "Ooh, now, don't get me wrong," in the building it's a whole nother, uh, you know, it's a whole nother level. Um, um, when you're around that, but online, look at these hands. Online, you know that thing is tangible. You, you, it's there. All right. Because the anointing is transferable. It's tangible. It's not limited to a geographic location. It's not limited to a physical location. All right. So if you can be in Denver, in the building, be there. If not, make sure that you uh, are online. Um, it's called Hidden Daddy Issues. And um, and I'm going to show you two individuals that had their father in their lives, but some issues that they developed because of how they were shaped. You're going to see yourself tomorrow. You're going to learn. You're going to grow. You're going to laugh. You might even cry. Ooh, but at the end, that Holy Ghost is going to take us up and he's going to refill us. He's going to refill us with the spirit. And for some of you, you, you need how many of you can be honest. Um, you need a refill of his spirit. You need a refill during this frustrating week. The Lord said, son, you haven't asked for a refill. I said, Lord, I need a refill. And when I got that refill, it gave me what I needed to keep going. But how many would be honest? You need a refill of his spirit. You need a refill. You need a refill. Being filled with the spirit is not an event. It's a lifestyle. The Bible says continue to be filled with his spirit. Same people that got filled with the spirit in Acts 2, two chapters later got filled again. All right. We need a refill. How many of you be honest? You need a refill. You need a refill. And listen, and it's not like, oh, I'm so depleted. I need a refill. Listen, you don't have to be depleted to need a refill. We always, somebody hit it right there. We always need a refill. Wow. Life drains you. So you need a refill every single day. All right. And that's tomorrow's message, 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. That's 11.15 and 1.15 East Coast Time. Make sure that you join me on, in Denver or online. Listen, if this blessed you, you can use the, uh, the badges here on Instagram to sew. You can also um, use uh, the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two at the end, or PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giveify, and Given. That is available. The key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Or if you're already connected to Harvest, you can use text to give or our online giving harvestchurch.church forward slash give. All right. What you sowed now, I want to push everybody to put a seed in the ground. And I want you to put this seed um, because the Bible talks about the day of Pentecost. That's in Acts chapter two, where we see it um, pervasively uh, with great um, clarity uh, where he 
poured out his spirit. But it was all throughout the scripture on Acts chapter two. Two. There you go. Whatever you're in, drop a two on whatever you sow, sow a two. Do twenty dollars, twenty two dollars, two hundred and twenty two dollars. Whatever you sow, put a two in and a hundred and two. Whatever you sow, put a two. And here's what you're gonna call this. This is listen very carefully. This is gonna be your pre Pentecost seed. Your pre Pentecost seed. Tomorrow we're going up. Pre Pentecost seed. So it says the number two at the end of the cash app is crucial. Yes, it is. Dollar sign. All right. And that too. I didn't think it used to be. Um, but it is dollar sign Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-M, with the number two at the end, um, and you can use the cash app. All right. Lastly, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian or you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, or you want to be sure, wherever you're at, on the count of three, just do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. I don't want to hop off of this preview tonight without giving you an opportunity to come to the Lord. Also, again, if you came in late, you're like, why does he look like that? It's because I literally am in the middle of a workout. I came out to make sure that we did our preview tonight. All right. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on three. Do the hand and wave the emoji or say it to me. One, two, three. Respond right now. Wherever you're at, do that hand wave the emoji or say it to me. Someone says, thank you, Bishop, for your consistency. Amen. That's just who I am. That's just who I am. I am that guy. I am that guy. Consistency is, and that's something I've developed through the years and I always strive to make it better. Um consistency is the key because i can't stand inconsistent people i don't like inconsistent people so consistency is what i like to give because consistency is what i like to receive when you become a christian recommit yourself to the lord or be sure do the hand wave emoji says me i'm gonna count down from five we're gonna pray then i'm gonna finish this workout and then i'm gonna see you in the morning five four three two no guilt no condemnation no shame i don't want to get off of here without giving you an opportunity without giving you an opportunity to come to the lord my pleasure. It's my pleasure, y'all. Somebody said, thank you, sir. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. My, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Seriously. Um, in a world with so many inconsistent people and, and flaky jakies and all this stuff, that's just this is just a term. Um, man, consistency is, it, it, to me, it means so much. It means so much, right? One. Listen, everybody pray this for me. Even if you watch the replay, or you're listening to this on the podcast, pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart, that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, I need you, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord or now, sure, to text the word decision. They're going to put it in the chat. Text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to send you a text right away. Show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not just a hobby. All right. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Whatever you said for your pre-Pentecost seed. Again, remember, put that number, put something with a two in there. Uh, you're going to, there you go. Every time you see two, it means you're going to witness something. And literally that's what the scripture says. He says, you will be my witnesses after you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So that's powerful. All right. I got to go. I got, I got, um, 180 more reps to go. And then, um, and then I'm done. All right. This is, this is, <laughs> this is it. All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom to you. Once we're done, I need you to share this in your Insta story. Text this to somebody. Tweet it to somebody. Invite some people to be with us. All right. Tomorrow, I do the previews so that you get excited about the word. And then you share the word you get excited about. All right. Love you guys. Shalom. Have a good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.